world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. All right, don't ask me what's going on this morning. Don't, don't even ask me. Must be Monday morning. Oh, I know what it is. It's it's Monday the 14th. It's sort of like Friday the 13th, right? Monday the 14th. Uh, bear with me here this morning, folks. I, look, I, I prepare a show. I got up, I got up plenty early today, full of energy. I prepare a show. I get links. I have a great show. And boom, I send it out. And I don't have any idea what happened to all of it. So I'm going to be... I'm, I got in my head what I wanted to do, but all the links and everything we want to put together... I'm just going to pray that they supernaturally show up. Or if they don't supernaturally show up, that as we're doing this thing, I'm going to find these links. and I'm going to get them to you. I'm going to share them, share them with you. Um, oh, Lord, Lord, where is that, Lord? What a, what a, what a, let, me, let me make you aware of a couple of things, which, of course, not going to show up here. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be live and in color from Marietta, Ohio. Michelle and I are going down there tonight, and we're, we are addressing the go up. Uh, I think you have that, Jonathan. MOVAC.com is a uh, it's a conservative group down in Marietta, Ohio. Michelle and I love going back to Marietta. You know, it's the first permanent settlement west of the uh, Allegheny Mountains. Marietta was my daughter um, Maggie and her husband Isaiah both went to Marietta College. So it's, that's not it, Jonathan. M. Let's see. MOVCAC. MOVCAC. Yeah, there you go. And so this is this is being held tonight at uh, Freedom Gate Church. Jonathan, I think I sent you that. Boy, I had some great stuff. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be all right. Stay with me. So, Jonathan, if you could, ke- click on the other link, Freedom Gate Church. Starts at 7 o'clock tonight. Now, this is the address of the church, okay? For those of you who are down in that area that maybe love to come and be part of, be with some conservatives, can you find the address on there, Jonathan, and put that in the chat for us? So Michelle and I will be coming to you live and in color tomorrow morning from uh, Marietta, Ohio. Yep, Freedom Gate Church. The address is uh, location. Is that it? No, that's not it. That's Dolly Jim. Anyway, Jonathan's going, friends, I have this all put together in a nice little package. Perfect little thing for you. Tonight, 7 o'clock. Freedom Gate Church. Google it. I'll be there. Had a great weekend. And I had that to show you this morning as well. Man, oh, man, Coach. I'm going to find out if you're quick on your feet today or not. I got a couple things I can throw up there, a couple things I can get us rolling with. Let, let, me, uh, let me share something right off the bat here because I want to get Dave Allison in here to talk about it. Look, I had a calendar up, Bobby Lee. Bob, go, to, go to our calendar real quick. Yeah, I'll come back to that. If it seems like I'm disheveled, I'm disheveled this morning. Go to the calendar for us. All right, folks. Now, look, a couple of things we want you want to make you aware of. Dave Allison is having a Michigan huddle event on September 1st. We were up in Detroit, the Detroit Howe area, this last weekend for, I can't even remember the name of the event. It was like so many events that I've been to. It was us. It was one speaker after another every 20 minutes forever, it seemed like. All, Friday at 6 o'clock. Till come back Saturday morning, boom, no breaks. You could go get lunch if you wanted to. There were no breaks. One speaker after another, after another, after another, after another. I was honored to be there. It was a great event, but it makes my head, whew, makes my head hurt. So I got a chance, if you can, uh, Mr. Jonathan there, pull up uh, uh, pull up my Facebook page. I want to show you something on my Facebook page. Dag, I was heading someplace really good this morning. I want to thank my buddy Judah, who showed me. <laughs> this seems kind of arrogant, but I want to show you Coach Dave in action. Because my wife always says, she, was, she couldn't go with me this week. I rode up with my second wife, um, 
George McCloy. We rode up there. Look at that. That now that that's a keeper there. I said they caught me in action. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that was Saturday afternoon, about uh, I don't know, it's about about five o'clock, I think. And it was a it was a great it was just good. It was a good event. And uh, I can always tell everybody. I say, Coach, did how how was it, coaches? I don't know if they remember, but they felt it. They felt it. We brought some, we brought some energy to them. And uh, it's interesting because uh, Glenn Newman, Glenn Newman, that's another Glenn. Glenn, come on in here, Glenn. Because Glenn, you have an event going on. And look, it's not open. It's not open to the public. Okay, Glenn's event is not open to the public. It's only at their men's group. But Glenn, come in and talk about that a little bit. How you've been able to, to kind of, uh, I don't want to say twist some arms, but how you've been persistent, and being able to get. To get me into your church. Are you there, Glenn? I didn't yes, know. I'm here. So, uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, so it's it's taken about a year, Coach. Uh, you know, I get together with these five guys Friday mornings at 5.30, all right? And it's kind of a, a discussion about, you know, it's it's biblical, but it, it turns into other things. Uh, and I've been in – it's it's kind of cheered by the the, the – the head deacon. He's an old. He's our. He's he's an older guy like us, and uh, so I I share things with this group, and and every once in a while I'll send them, uh, you know, one of the programs, uh, one of the huddle programs, uh, and just some other things. Well, I've been after him to have you as a speaker, and I've been getting to yes, we'll have him, but uh, you know, six months would go by, and then. Uh, he wouldn't, he'd, he'd say, oh, uh, let's see, I've got, we were already booked like that for the next three months, so I'll let, let me see. And then uh, I wouldn't hear from him for three months. Well, finally, I just said, hey, listen, when are we going to have Coach Dave? Because he told me that he would. So we finally put you on the schedule for July, and then you got bumped because he forgot somebody else was already scheduled. So you're finally going to be speaking Saturday at the men's breakfast. And uh, so I'm uh, looking forward to that. Amen, Glenn. Thank you for the persistence. Hey, folks, look, I don't want this to sound like I'm trying to promote, promote, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm not. But anybody who was there on Saturday or watched it on Saturday knows the energy that the old coach brings to the room. Now, wait a minute. Holy Ghost anointed energy. Holy Ghost anointed energy. And uh, so I'm, I'm just trying to encourage you out there as much as you can. I'm willing and available to come and speak to whatever group that you put your church group, whatever it is. I don't know. I, I don't charge. I don't charge. I just, if I, if you have to stay overnight, I ask you to help, you know, give me a place to stay. It doesn't have to be a hotel. Doesn't have to, I, I I'm on a mission from God to get out and wake up the church, wake up men, wake up the church. You know, By the way, local look, guys are invited. I'm inviting the local guys. So anybody in the, in the, uh, Columbus, Westerville, you know, greater Columbus area. Uh, oh, nine o'clock yeah. Saturday morning. I'll put the, uh, uh, I'll thanks, put the Glenn. address in there. Thanks. Thanks Glenn. Thanks Glenn. And so little, little events like this are popping up. I, I got a chance last, that was a, my mind's a blur, right? I think it was Thursday night. I spoke to a, a, I told you a conservative Republican group who really are Christians. There really are some of them out there. And some of these Republican groups are working hard to undermine the establishment Republican, whoever they are, right? Folks, we have, we have a group of people in Washington, D.C. and in our local politics who call themselves Republicans who are not really Christians and standing up for them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In fact, I had someone tell me, I'm, I'm, there, there are things that, that you hear Sometimes that you go, hmm. And then there's some things you hear that you go, wow. And I had a wow Thursday night. When uh, one, uh, I won't share who it is, doesn't matter. Somebody who deals with a central committee. You guys know what the central committee is. That's a group of Republicans who work to select candidates and all that kind of stuff, right? The central committee, which, by the way, is occupied by Citizens like you and I. One of the persons told me, said, Coach Dave, here's the way it works. Are you sitting down, friends? So the Central Committee 
seeks out morally compromised candidates. Glenn, I'm going to say that again. Angie, they seek that. He said, Coach Dave, the Central Committee seeks out morally compromised candidates. They know these guys are candidates and they know they've got some goods on them. And because they have some goods on them, they are able then to control what they do when they get into elected office. Now, now dumb me, I go, ah, ah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Because don't you guys, are you like me? Don't you wonder sometimes, how did that person get in charge? How, what, where did that guy come? How did we get that rhino? Where did these people come? The guy we have here, the secretary of state here in Ohio, what's his name? Frank LaRose, now running for Senate. And he's the guy that screwed up all the ballot issues and didn't didn't help us at all in the elect. What? How can he get it? Because now I understand, Angie, the Central Committee seeks out morally compromised candidates, guys that are having affairs, guys that are doing, they seek them out because once they get into office, then they're worried about being exposed. Look, I don't want to open it up yet, but I feel Angie, I feel your heart beating, Angie. Go ahead. Well, just to kind of back that up, Coach, we so appreciated you coming out last week. Uh, but I wanted to let you know, on Friday, one of our uh, former sheriff deputies was arrested all right. uh, for all kinds of corruption and everything. But he is on our central committee. Ah. <laughs> yeah, the central committee appointed him over me last uh, February, I believe. It was an 11 to 4 vote. But this is the man they put in, and he has had all kinds of it was intimidation of witnesses. He was trading sex for uh, favors, uh, for not arresting people, and he had, was also charged with theft of uh, the crowd. He was forced to resign about four months ago because all this information was coming out. But unfortunately, our sheriff did nothing when he knew about this information. It's only when the good citizens got in and started speaking up and saying, listen, we have all this mountain of evidence. We're going to the attorney general if you don't do something. That's when he was like, oh, okay, I guess I probably should deal with him. So he, you know, it, it, I, I, my sheriff is either compromised and, and just allows this corruption and advance with the professional development of these guys, or he's completely incompetent. It's one or the other. So, you know, this is the kind of stuff when we talk about the evil men have crept in unawares. Uh, this guy crept in, and people kind of know who he was and what he was, and he's still on Central Committee. And this is why I continue to preach, you've got to take over Central Committee. We need got to take over Central Committees. We've got yes. to take over our – folks, look, I understand this is a local – for the most part, this podcast that we have here, this Coach Dave Live thing is local for the most part, but it's not. It's not. We're, this sound, Ohio Brett would say, nationally known. Well, we, are, we really are internationally, actually, folks. We're, really, we really, really are. But it's, so it's really, really hard for, for me to organize locally because our audience is so broad. And some of you are watching out there say, I, could, I couldn't care less about what's going on in Columbus. I couldn't care. Well, I, I get it. I get it. But what we're trying to show is a framework of a, what we all are fighting against everywhere we turn. Can somebody explain to me why the spider, get out of there. Can somebody explain to me why the Republican Party isn't screaming? Why didn't the Republican Party in Ohio get actively involved pushing issue one? They didn't, friends. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. And the guy... The one who could have controlled, we had Dave Yost. Dave Yost here in Ohio is our attorney general. He could have figured out all kinds of, he could have monkeyed around and found out ways to not things get on the ballot. But see, they, they want to say, oh, we're nonpartisan, yada, yada. The other side's not nonpartisan. What's wrong with us? What, what, huh? Politics is dirty business. Let's play the game of politics, right? You say, well, that's why, Coach, that's why religion and politics don't mix. You dummy. Jesus said the children of this world are wiser than us. And we don't understand that we are at war, and we are playing one level of war, and they're playing another level of war. They're playing a war where we follow rules, and they're playing a war where there aren't any rules. And they're demanding we follow the rules. That's what's happened to us, friends. 
That's what happens to us. And because we don't understand it, we don't understand the two-card Monty, and we don't understand the, that they're all on the same side, and we don't understand that Ohio, we know right now, catch my breath, in Ohio and wherever you live, I can promise you that the Luciferian left right now is registering non-voters. And they register non-voters, and then when they register the non-voters, then what do they do? They call it ballot harvesting. So what do they do? They go around. Are you looking at me? They're actively doing this right now. They go around, and they go to homeless shelters, and they go to college universities, and they go wherever they were, and they pay somebody $5 or $10 if they'll register to vote registered to vote. We are registered to vote. And so these people register to vote with no intentions ever of voting. And then they do what's called a ballot harvesting. They take these lists of these names that they got, thousands and thousands of them, because they're paying people to go out and collect the signatures and do this. I'm sorry if some of you don't understand how this game's played in the inner city. In the inner city where people are stacked upon another, where there's no way to do any location verification, address verification, signature verification. There's no way ever to be able to verify any of that. So then they get these envelopes. Are you listening to me? And they mail to this fake address a ballot. And this somebody at the United States Postal System collects all these fake ballots and they go out the back door. And then people mail in these fake ballots. Tell me you understand this is going on. Tell me you, you don't understand why we're talking about red states and blue states. No, 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 no. It's blue cities and red states. Everywhere you look, blue cities and red states. Why? Because they are cheating. They're ballast, ballot harvesting. Do you know they had a 38% turnout? One of the highest in Columbus, Ohio, inner city Columbus, Ohio, 38% of the people turned out to vote for a one issue that the people in the inner city don't even know what's going on. This is ballot harvesting, folks. 30 days of it. We have no chance to win our elections if the Republicans, who are supposed to be on our side, don't get serious about ballot harvesting. We no longer have free elections. I know a lot of you think I'm crazy. I don't care. This is what's going on. The margin of vote, the margin of vote, Coach, in just in Franklin County was 75-25. 70, hang on, Glenn. 75-25. Franklin County is pretty much, folks, inner city Columbus. So inner city Columbus, 75-25. Those people in the inner city turned out to vote. No. Now, Glenn, help me out here. I'm going to let you finish. Tell me this. Any of you do mail-in ballots? Anybody out there? Because I showed up to vote in person. And when I showed up to vote in person, they looked at my ID and I signed my name. But mail-in ballots, is there any verification on it? Does anybody see who actually mailed in that ballot? Well, well, no. And then what did they say? Oh, no, no. It's a right to vote. So therefore, since it's a right to vote, we want to make it easy for everybody to vote. So we give them 30 days. Do you remember when there was election day? Do you remember when in America there was election day? And now it's election month? And we don't get what's going on? Can I tell you the truth? The Republicans don't care. They don't care. You know why they don't care? Because they're running in their safe districts. And they're protecting themselves, too. They're looking the other way. Glenn, am I on top of it or not this morning? Angie, yeah. am I on top of it? Julie, who's on the committee, am I on top of it? And when we were, when we were in, when we were in uh, where was that, Michigan this weekend, you know what, the, I couldn't believe it. Julie, are you, are you listening to this, Angie? The pastor at that church, they refused to shut down during COVID. The pastor at that church went from 146 people to over 2,000 on a Sunday. They went from 146 people to 2,000 on a Sunday. And you know what they did? They now have 64 people from their church on the Central Committee. They are flipping Michigan. They're flipping Michigan. Boom. Huh? 
This, folks, this, this, I'm going to tell you something. We have got, if we do not waken up and wake up soon here and come to the realization that all of our, all of our, it's all fraud, it's all fraudulent, folks. It's all fraudulent. And the Republican Party doesn't care. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. You guys all know Jim Jordan, don't you? Boy, Jim Jordan will get him. Has he got him? Kevin McCarthy, why he'll get him. Has he got him? Aren't the Republicans in charge now? Have we got him yet? We got him? Anybody going to jail? We got him? Huh? Anybody? And they're standing up right now, and they're prosecuting Donald Trump everywhere you look in America. Is the Republican Party raising up any standard against it? Or are they just kind of laying low and because they don't care if he gets in office or not? Because why? They want a morally compromised candidate in there. And see, Donald Trump already, his, his underwear is already shown. We already see his underwear. And we said, you know what? We don't care about his underwear. So they want to give us somebody else who's morally compromised that when they get in there, they will look the other way. I know this is true. Maybe this is, um, man, oh man. See, Jack wants to get in here. I know, see, I started it. I don't want people in here yet, but I started it because I brought this subject up. But if we don't get it, we don't understand what's going on. We will never have an election again. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. So in the state of Ohio, we just went, issue one went down to defeat. And issue one went down to defeat. And here, and what is today? Uh, today is August, let me see, August, September, October, November. Early November, we're going to have on the Ohio ballot the right to murder your baby. Now, does anybody think when they got when the other side got out and they fought really hard to make sure we couldn't modify our constitution, that now a constitutional amendment in Ohio, the, at the heart of it all, the battleground, they kept changed. Now you can change the constitution 50% plus one vote. They kept it that way. So now when it comes to legalizing abortion, what do you think they're going to do in the cities again? What do you think they're going to do? And in the meantime, our pastors won't even talk about it. Our pastors won't even get organized. Man, oh man, oh man. They're going to do it to us again, friends. They're going to do it to us again. And they're going to cheat us on this election. And can I tell you the truth? Also, of course I can. I know I say that a lot, okay? Most churches... And most pastors, Candace Keller, if you're out there, you can weigh in. Most churches and most pastors are pro-life with exceptions. Let that sink in. The real position is they are pro-life with exceptions, meaning they're strongly pro-life unless their daughter gets pregnant. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They are, they are. And so in this in this battleground in America, where that remember I told you, friends, remember we told you that they have lost the courts. Remember that? And I said because they've lost the courts, where are they going now? Well, they're going to the ballot. They're going to the ballot. They're going back to the ballot. They have lost the courts. Oh, man, I got If I start letting you all in here, well, it's been 24 minutes, I guess. I got I got so much I want to say. Keep going. Keep going. I am. I am not, well, look, no, because I'm going to let Julie come in because Julie is on the Central Committee. And I know she had something that she wanted to say. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to continue to light you up. Stay there. Julie, if you want to, you can come back in. Angie, if you want to. Glenn, if you want to. Anybody that thinks that they have something relevant to what I just talked about. And then I'm going to go a different direction because we will, if we don't have free and fair elections, we, we, the idea of majority, come on, friends, come on. Huh? Anybody out there do a mail-in ballot? How's a mail-in ballot get? I got last election. I couldn't figure out it was 2000, whenever Trump was running the first time, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I kept getting all these mail-in ballots in the mail. I can't, I, these, these ballots, they send me a ballot. And I could cast it. I could vote if I wanted to mail it in. But what am I getting all these? I must have thrown away three or four of them. Thank God I tore them up. Because there are people within the postal system who go and harvest those 
applications. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, come on. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, so uh, I have uh, one uh, one young guy who um, he's he's uh, you know he's his he's his eyes are open. He's he's in agreement that we need to you know get the pastors to speak up. And I told him, I said, listen, please, I'm going to start speaking to the pastors. They need to start speaking about this from the pulpit. Otherwise, you know, we're in tr- we're in trouble now. Uh, and he, I said, would you please, if you're in agreement, join me? And he responded. He said, he said he would. Uh, so we, I've, I'm going to, I'm going to badger the pastors to start. Your pastor it, doesn't own the church. He doesn't own the church. Go ahead, Glenn. Well, yeah, but the other people that are going there, they don't, they're, half of them are oblivious. They, 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 they just don't, they don't pay attention to this stuff. Uh, so so I'm going to keep keep the pressure on the pastors. We have a we have this encounter culture meeting once a month, uh, last the last Thursday of the month, and uh, I said to the person who coordinates it, "Listen, uh, I'd like to have, um, I'd like to have Janet Porter come here and address this issue. If uh-huh. we can't have her in person, well, let's let's get her on on Zoom, okay? Because I just heard her speak uh, about this, and and uh, so uh, she'll light them up." She will line them up for sure. She will well. She will for sure. Hey, Jonathan, you won't believe this amazing thing happened. That the thing popped back. All of a sudden, it was up on my screen. Now I sent it to you, but I don't think it's made it through yet. I don't. I don't think. Oh, I, I believe that in the prince of the power of the air, and that we're fighting some stuff that we we can't even believe we're fighting. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. Pull up Dave Allison. This picture of Dave Allison. Pull that up for me. Standalone email. Dave, are you out there? There's. There's Dave's uh, sweet wife. Man, I love the Allisons. And they're standing uh, this weekend with Ashley Babbitt's mommy. That's Ashley Babbitt's mommy. And she ta- she she spoke, and a couple of the other J6 girls spoke whose husbands are still locked up in jail. I'm going to try to get all of them. God help us. God help us. Their husbands have been in jail for two years for no charges, really. Ashley Babbitt's mom lost her mother. And Dave, I know that you don't want to brag. I know that you would never do this. To bring glory to what it was, but I want you, Dave. I want you to tell that story of what happened with you this weekend regarding her mom. <clears throat> I just assumed he's there. Are you there, Dave? Maybe Dave's not in here this morning. Well, he'll feel bad that he wasn't. Now, where is? See, I just sent this to Jonathan, my email, and it won't go through. Something going on. Sue Schaefer, come on in, Sue. Yeah, I just wanted to say that this election was, pardon my French, a shit show. It was. The new machines that they brought in had never been tested. They used this election to test them. They got all jammed up. We had so many of them shut down. I had heard that in Cuyahoga Falls, they were just having people vote. And because they couldn't use the machine, they were setting them on tables. They were turning people away. I run the uh, precinct. I've got nine precincts at my location, and I run the thing. And I was on the phone all day long. And until we get rid of until we get rid of the Wi-Fi and and off the computers, you'll never have a fair election. We'll never have them again, folks. We will never have them again. Okay, I'm going to switch gears here real quick. I'm going. To, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Those of you who who. Uh, Whoops, I got I got don't have much here. It's kind of great. Those of you who are new, oh I haven't done this in a while. Whoops, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on. Whoops, hang on. Whoops, do this. There you go, coach. It's all good. Let me put my tinfoil hat on. Let me put my tinfoil hat on here today. Because one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh uh oh, I got two things I want to show you, but I gotta show you this first. <clears throat> uh folks, you saw what happened in Maui, didn't you? Saw what happened in Maui? Now, you know, I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out whether Jonathan got this this morning. Jonathan, did you get my Facebook page this morning? I, I don't I know what the heck do I have. That's not what I want. Oh, my God. Folks, I'm so sorry. I don't. 
That's the devil. It's the devil. No, no. Hey, folks, look. Look. Where's my hat? This is hard for us. To, there it is. Why won't, Lord, why won't this go to Jonathan? Why will this not go to, I'm going to do it right now again, to Jonathan, to Spencer. Let's go, let's do it here. Friends, uh, hang on, bear with me. The storms in Hawaii aren't natural. Oh, Jonathan's got it up there. Climate change comes to Hawaii. There's never been anything like this ever, ever happened in Hawaii. And here's evidence of something big going on. Now, Jonathan, maybe you can play this at, uh, I don't know, try to play it at 1.5 speed. We're not going to watch the whole thing. Friends, that was not a natural event that happened in Hawaii. It's called energy-directed weapons or directed energy weapons, D-E-W, directed energy weapons. This is real, friends. This is real. Tinfoil hat on. This is real. Jonathan, go ahead and play. Folks, first of all, please forgive me for this show being so crappy. I don't know what happened. I put so much time and effort and energy into giving us good links. <laughs> Bear with me here, okay? This is nine minutes. We're not going to watch all nine minutes. Watch what happened in Hawaii. Okay. All the cell towers have burnt down. Really? And everybody's going to go and try to get to the airport. give you a feel of how fast the fire is going so i move to it um please if you have any footage of any fire anywhere on Maui, please post it in the comments below i'm compiling footage lots of footage is getting deleted um pictures are getting deleted and people don't really know the severity which is really stupid um you can see here it's moving probably about one and a half to three miles an hour somewhere in that ballpark uh, and it's heading kind of more toward the monsanto area the fire is on front street and it is time to go if anybody's still here the fire is on front street and it's time to go the safe way is the beach. Just stick to the water. Thank you. All right. That's our last video on this pier today. What we saw was likely the largest natural disaster in Hawaii state history. Local officials say no one could have predicted the massive wildfires that struck West Maui this week, fanned by strong winds as Hurricane Dora passed just south of the islands. So as we go through this, watch for the melted rims, melted glass, missing door handles, melted engine blocks, and notice that there Listen. is no foliage around Listen. these cars Stop. Freeze to burn. It. Freeze it. Freeze it. Freeze it. Folks, watch this. This is critical for you to understand that the heat of this fire was so hot, it melted engine blocks. It burnt and melted windows. Go ahead. The heat did not get to the cars through the burning bushes next to them because there were none. The only other thing that Normie would say is that it was the embers that blew in the wind. I'm not going to try and explain plasma fire to a newcomer. Missing gas cap cover, melted rims, melted engine blocks. Missing glass, not a single piece of glass in any of the cars. All of them burnt equally. There are none that are half burned or a quarter burned or three quarter burned. They're all burnt 100%. They all look identical. They have the rust color. Paint burned all the way off each and every one of them. But there's no trees or bushes around any of them to cause them to catch fire. Each one of these, according to the normie, caught fire because the embers that were blowing in the... Folks, do you understand what he's telling you? There's no trees, there's no houses, there's nothing that would cause these automobiles to catch on fire. If you drive near a fire and sparks fly, just you're driving by, they're having a bonfire, and sparks fly, your car doesn't catch on fire, okay? Keep going. In the wind. So we're pretty late in the game for people to catch up if they don't have some sort of understanding. Here, we'll just go over some of the uh, repetitive images that we've seen for the last five years as I've been covering this subject. Melted engine block, glass is missing. Door, the entire door on this is missing. We've seen that before. That's not the first time. Fire doesn't burn a whole door and then leave the rest of the car. Electricity-based plasma fire does that. The melted rims, 
Hang on a second. Glasses. Hang on, hang on. Did anybody besides me, when you were a kid, take old tires when you went camping and burnt old tires? I'd go ice skating and we'd burn old tires. And when we were done burning the old tires, remember that's that that wire that would be left in there? That wire didn't melt. That wire didn't burn. Well, where's what's this all about? That the tire totally disintegrate like this. Keep going. Melt. Melt rims. Do you ever put a rim into a fire? It'll never burn hot enough. Door handles on all of them. Missing. The identical repetitive burn pattern on all of them, like I said, none of them are burned halfway or a quarter way or three quarter way. They're all burned completely, left with that white ash color. None of them have any black charcoal on them, and they all have their door handles missing. Fire does not burn that consistently. Fire burns one car, and then... Anyway, I'm not going to explain how this isn't regular fire. And people that are saying it looks like a war zone, like a bomb hit. Well, that's what I noticed, too, at the fire in Spanish Fort Canyon in 2018. That it looked more like a bomb exploded rather than a fire. The fact that they're all identically burn pattern. The missing glass, missing door handles, melted rims, rust color, 100% burned on all of them. None of them are partially burned. Here, you see that all the houses are burned to the ground and the trees in between are still standing. And the houses, just like the cars, are burned identically, 100% to a white powder ash. None of them have black charcoal, half-burned furniture, or a half-burned house, or a quarter-burned, or three-quarter-burned. They're all 100%, and they look identical to the one on either side of them. Fire doesn't burn that consistently. Heartbreaking images coming from Maui's Lahaina. Everybody we know lost their homes. Every apartment. We don't know anyone yet who kept their homes. James and Tanil Brueggemann sent us this video showing the damage in Lahaina. Burned out cars just left What would make those cars burn? What would, would a fire make those cars burn like? There's not a tree around there. What would make that happen? Go ahead. These cars are probably trying to go out of town. That's my guess. They didn't make it. Exactly. The like a still standing. People, dead people in the streets, dead animals in the streets, cars, cars abandoned, everything burnt. update on the hawaiian fires now i want you to look at this footage what's this and this surely doesn't look like a fire to me it looks like something almost exploded or something went off now what's interesting is certain things are still standing while other things are not now the governor did say this is climate change doing this. interesting keep going what they don't talk about is in january how they had in maui a smart city conference to turn maui into an entire smart island changing everything to electric renewables solar panels and pushing everybody into electric vehicles 15-minute smart cities. So now what's also interesting is next month in September, Hawaii is hosting the Digital Government Summit, utilizing AI to govern the island. Hmm. It's almost like they're resetting something to start rebuilding for this in which they're trying to push. Now, when we look at all the climate change narrative that they're going to try to push, but they're not going to talk about the Weather Modification Act of 1976. Again, friends, I apologize. Worst organized show I've ever done in my life because the stuff I want to show you, I don't have to show you. You with me? Huh? Somebody wants that property. The moderator says fire, forest fires burn. How much, what degree was that moderator? What was that again? Forest fires burn at 12 to 1300 degrees, right? And it takes 2500 degrees to burn metal. 2500 degrees to burn metal. And the hottest a forest fire gets is at 1200, maybe 1300 degrees, right? And this whole city's disappeared. We don't want to believe this, right? We don't want to believe this kind of stuff is going on. Oh, my. Mark Trump said he used to work on those. He used to work on direct energy weapons. Oh, my goodness. I got, I got, I, please forgive me. I didn't do this. Meaning, I'm not this disorganized. Hang in. I'm going to give you bits and pieces. Keep it coming, <laughs> Coach. It's good. Go, go ahead, George. Go ahead, George McCoy. Come on in. Yeah, Coach. It's murder. I fire. I started fire hosing you about 3.30 in the morning last night. That I have pictures of where it's a, a laser beam coming directly from the sky and igniting the thing, firing them up. And people in the ocean that are trying to survive. It's it's flat-out murder. It's, it's, it is no – you're already calling it. But I, I sent you a bunch of videos that are – it's direct. You can see it, and there's no doubt. I'm direct. I'm folks. First of all, do you believe in direct energy weapons? That's one of, one of the links I think I have, Jonathan. Do you do you have that? So you I guys sent you the it? airplane, Coach. The airplane with the thing on the front of it. You can see it. How they do it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but I can't. I can't. 
I can't find it right now. I, I'm sorry. I hate to present half in, half truth to you, half information. I apologize. I really do. Mark Trump. It's on. okay, Coach. All right. All right. No, it's not okay. It's not okay to me because I, I, my reputation to me matters in the fact that I know that you can come here and you're going to get the truth. And I want to be able hey. to show you the truth that I'm not just spouting off, okay? That's, that's what I'm sorry about. That I, don't, I can't present to you the truth. Go ahead, Mark. It's not that bad. We get the storyline, Coach. We're right here with you. You just keep going. Don't worry right. about it. We All get right. you. It's not, it's not bad. Now, briefly, what's happening here is whenever you put a charge, like a static charge, you walk across a carpet and you go zap. Well, that's basically how plasma forms, is there's a charge developed in a 45 hertz environment, which is our atmosphere. You have nitrogen and all the components. So we basically live in a, in a plasma ball. All we need now is that difference in potential. Okay, so this technology has been around for a long, long, long time. I would say there's thousands of direct energy weapons. There's mobile devices. There's ones getting stolen. Now there was ones being left behind over in Afghanistan. I mean, we left a lot of stuff behind, folks. There mm-hmm. are direct energy weapon deterrence. In other words, on the battlefield, you can get zapped and it takes out your optics. So you, we, we now have ways to put defenses on the optics, which will cancel direct energy weapons. These are handheld devices, guys. They got military machines all over this earth. Okay, I'm just letting you know I used to work on them, certain faucets of them. A lot of different people did. But, yeah, I mean, weather modification is using directed energy. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Harp harp is directed energy. Oh, they wouldn't wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Altitude, aerial. No, it's actually a college program. You can go, you know, take – it's in all the colleges. Harp is high altitude audio, and that's weather modification, cloud seeding. But now they've got microwave. And now they've got laser harp, guys. That was before I got out of my defense contracting job. They had those laser harp. So it went from high altitude audio harp. It went to microwave harp to laser harp. That's a direct energy weapon. Okay. And these are just technologies out there. Jonathan, I just sent you just sent you a new email. Did you get it? Okay, folks, here's evidence. Not in Maui, but this is this is direct energy weapons, okay? As Mark just said, this stuff is real. Go ahead. Forest fires. Where'd all those forest fires happening? Where'd they come from? out there besides me when you were a little kid did you ever get a magnifying glass and then get a pile of paper or leaves and lay it on the ground and then get the magnifying glass and put it over the top of that little pieces of paper and zoom in and zoom out and start a fire with a magnifying glass did anybody other than me do that somebody say yeah i did i did i did Yeah, I, I did. did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that, did. yeah, I did that, Coach. Yeah. I did that. Well, they can do that now. See, they can do that, and and they told us they made is made it as weapons of war, right? Weapons of war. Well, who are they at war against? Climate change. See, they want us to believe this was climate change. That some sparks just blew in and, oh, my goodness, the winds were so strong and they couldn't stop them. And, oh, Jack, I know you're busting. Come on in. 
Okay, you're a good man. Okay, buddy, thanks. Thanks. For some reason, Facebook is working and my email isn't. So those of you who are sending me okay. emails, I'm just telling you, I may not be getting them. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Jack. I'm not going to jump into the whole thing. You're, you're hitting it right on. Don't even worry about the, the dis, disorganization. Thanks. But Thanks. remember, every time you say it, remember, it's directed energy, directed. not I'm direct sorry. energy. I'm sorry. Thanks, Jack. You got to be careful Microwaved. Use that little Directed. that little magnifying glass and the newspaper. That's what they're doing. Okay, that's what that's what they're doing. You guys remember that? You'd zoom in, you'd zoom out, and it'd start smoking. Remember? That's directed energy. Thank you, Jack. Not direct energy. Directed energy causing as in eleven. Say it again. First, the first national worldwide test. Nine eleven. 9-11, 9-11, directed energy, directed energy. Anybody picking up yet while we're laying down? Huh? Mary Kelly, come on in. Then Joanne. So um, the, the fire director was off the islands and the director of emergency management was off the island. The director of emergency manager management he came up through the ranks and because the one that was initially there for 33 years they did some investigation and they found out he never had an emergency plan for a fire on the island so he was either forced to retire or pushed out mm. so then they brought this guy in and they're both off the island they have no clue and then if you listen to when he came back on the island and he was given the report, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable, but believable. Thank yes, you. Well, we have to believe it, folks. Take off the rose-colored glasses. Take it off. What, look, what do, you th what do you think's going on with the whole idea of climate change? Climate change is about control, economic control, friends. And now they took this beautiful place in Maui. Maui's going to, it's going to be totally rebuilt. Who's going to own Maui? I wonder now. Hmm? What are the insurance companies going to do? How much money are the insurance companies going to have to pay out in, in Maui? Now, one more thing, one more thing. Of course, George McCloy's father is an insurance agent. I'm not telling big, I'm not telling life insurance agent. Folks, do you know this? You know the life insurance companies? are soon not going to be paying out for those who took the jab. Do you know that? Do you know that? Because they're going to say that you took it by your own free will and it caused your death. Therefore, they are not responsible for your life insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Joanne, come on. I uh, yeah, I was watching. I was watching that um, weapon they were using. You know, if that's done during a lightning storm, who's going to say? You know, they can easily say this is this was the climate that did this, and and not something else. That's exactly right. So again, take the little magnifying glass, right? Get a magnifying glass. You start a little piece of fire here, and you walk ten feet, and start another little piece of fire. Oh, how about this? Did you guys ever take a micro? Did you ever use? I I have one, Michelle. You can bring it down if you want to. Uh, did you ever take a magnifying glass and kill ants? Anybody do that? I mean, some of my most vicious days. Yeah. You got magnifying glass and direct that energy, right? Take that directed energy and put it on that ant hill, and they scatter, right? Where the, where the ants? We're the ants. Sorry. We're the ants. They're doing it to us, folks. Michelle, then Don Voss. Good morning, team. Um, my fir The first time I had probably realized that they were using these directed directed energy weapons for um, calamities like this was a couple years ago, a YouTuber named Dutch Sense um, actually captured these. He um, forecast all types of weather and earthquakes and stuff like this. So he was up on the, keeping up on the California fires and where these fires were popping up, well, he was using the time-lapse, uh, the photography and stuff and showing it in infrared and infrared and, and different spectrums. And you could actually see these beams come in and then the fires would start. It was like 
all the proof you needed to know that these were coming from an outside source, starting these fires at a ridiculously high temperature. Now, I don't know if they were used on the towers, but um, I mean, I guess I guess a lot of the evidence for that is just the demolition. And you, you had a man on that showed uh, real, real strong proof that this was a, you know, a demolition. I don't know about the towers, but they are using these to make us think that it's climate change. Amen. I hate to cut you, cut you off. I just, I got to get this. Bless you, dear. We're with you. Hey, I just sent you a new one, uh, Jonathan. I just sent you a new one. Pull that up there for me, folks. This was posted earlier in you on YouTube and they totally hit it, totally hit it. But folks, look, we caught it in Spanish. Now, this is not going to make sense to you, but they are going to show you a picture of the directed energy in Maui. All right? You can't find this on YouTube. They pulled it down on YouTube. If anybody understands Spanish, they'll know what this guy's talking about. They're showing you a picture that somebody captured of the directed energy attack in Maui. Go ahead and play it. La explosión de un transformador debido al fuerte viento fue captada por un video que se transformó en viral en las redes sociales. Un efecto óptico hace que parezca que una extraña luz genera la explosión. Las teorías que surgieron y lo que realmente pasó lo vemos en la siguiente nota. Imágenes grabadas por unos vecinos de Macul que dan cuenta de una Maui. extraña situación. Una luz que al parecer cayó desde el cielo y una posterior explosión que desconcertó a quienes viven en el sector. ¿Qué te parece? Eh, no sé. Oh, Brigio. ¿Qué podría hacer? Folks, this was posted, this video, a form, a form of this video was posted on English and they pulled it down off of YouTube. Jonathan, go back there just a little bit. And so you can see this again, folks, this was Maui. Somebody captured this photo from Maui. Go ahead again. Imágenes grabadas por unos vecinos de Macul que dan cuenta de una extraña situación. Una luz que al parecer cayó. Okay, you can stop that. That's why I apologize again that I don't have better proof for you for what I was trying to present here this morning. Don Voss, go. I was just going to say, Coach, all all these uh, warehouse fires and the, and the food warehouses and the, even the train derailments, all this stuff, I'm sure, has been linked to this. I mean, suspicious fires at big food places. You don't think we're at war, folks. Hey, John, we hey, Don, we have to ask ourselves this. Folks, just ask yourself this question. Is our government capable of this? Is yeah. our government capable of this? Absolutely, they are. Absolutely. Yes, they are, aren't they? Why? Because they're Luciferians. Luciferians. I would even say, and this maybe I'm not right, but what about all those smart meters? Can they use them along with the 5G towers and, and send one strike and take out 50 homes? Huh? How they? else do you do it? Huh? Amen. I'm, come on, folks. Oh, my goodness. I've stumbled. I'm sorry. I'm feeling better about the show because I think you guys are getting it. Right. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't lie to you. You know, I wouldn't lie to you. All right. Uh, let's see. Luann and then Myra. Luann and then Myra. Myra, get ready. Luann. Myra, go. Yes, coach. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. And I will be reading from Psalm. 3, 34, 14 through 16. That is Psalm 34, 14 through 16. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are upon unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil. To cut off and remembrance of them from the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Arise, church. Arise, church. Luann, let's try it again. She disappeared. Glenn. Yeah. So, you know, anybody who's ever been to Maui, Lahaina Town is a is a very old town. Glenn, in the all the all the historical records. We're in Lahaina, and they're gone. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's surrounded by uh, high-rise condos and hotels. 
So the question you have to ask is, what is the nefarious reason that this town, but not the surrounding area, would be burned down? Does somebody want to rebuild a different way? Mm, a smart city, huh? A smart city. Oh. Oh. Michelle. Well, you know, when you start looking into all this stuff and you go down the rabbit trails, you do find out that back in the 1970s, um, we signed on to a depopulation agenda. I know that sounds crazy, and why would people want to depopulate? But we really did. And, and there are governmental documents now that are out. You can read them for yourself. This only makes sense if, I mean, they really are trying to get rid of people. And then the ones that are left, they want to control. So, yeah, they're going to scare us all into some 15-minute cities, uh, change everything around to make us think that that's the only way we can be safe. And they, if we're not sitting under their wing for protection, then, you know, the aliens are going to get us. But mm. the truth is they are the enemy. They are the ones that are doing these things that are making us think that we're under attack from a foreign power when we're under attack from our own government. Amen. I, I, I know. Hang on, Pastor Tom. Pastor Tom just sent, look, Tom, believe it or not, I had that video for the show today. <laughs> I had it for the show, and of course, now I can't. Now my phone won't even spin. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. There it is. Hang on. Let me see if I can get this real quickly to Jonathan. Where is it? Uh, yes. Yes. Let me. Oh, my goodness. Bear with me. I think I showed I showed that I think Tom. I, I, let there be peace in my inside me here, folks. There's something crazy going on, something unbelievably crazy going on. And uh, as I, as I've said a number of times, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I'm going to tell you something. God's going to arise. If the church will arise, if God's people will arise, all this stuff is going to be exposed. Quickly, uh, Mark Trump. Yeah, Peter's right. 10G's coming. 6G's going to outrun 5G. In other words, they're building 5G around industrial and personal use cases, and it's not fast enough. So there's going to be 5G is like, you know, 10 megahertz and 10G is going to be way, way, way higher. But that's happening now. I was just going to mention that the antennas are static antennas, but there's, they're called array antennas. And each of the different, the signal at the base is made by a big high power transmitter. Sometimes they're up in the tower, but usually they're bigger devices. Waveguides go up and, and go into the antenna elements, just like the direct energy weapon in the sky or an aircraft mounted one. So the antenna for 5G are actually part of a, a weapon system that they've commercialized for communication. Can they still be focused? Yes. It's not a movement. It's an electronic signal. So the question is, can it be hacked? Can it be controlled? All of those are what creates the hazards. Okay, these are the security things we're trying to build into modern telecommunication. But they're way ahead of us, folks, way ahead. And I'm just telling you the reality, and this is the fields that I'm working in. So I'm not saying it's being weaponized and all these things, but it's obvious y'all can put two and two together here. Who, who gets paid, Coach, from Maui? Who gets paid? You talk, started talking about it a minute ago about insurance, right? Who, who wants that land? Well, who somebody wants, wants land, it. Right? Somebody, right, yeah, somebody right. wants it. Somebody wants it. Somebody wants it. Uh, Dave Allison, did you ever get in here today? I don't know if he did. I'm, I'm scrolling right now to see if he did because I want you to be able to tell that story. Throw, throw the picture up there, Jonathan. You got a picture that says Dave Allison on it. I'm just, I'm just going to, that's that's Dave and Ashley Babbitt. That's uh, not Dave. That's Sherry Allison with Ashley Babbitt's mom. And I want Dave to be able to tell the story that he has, he and Sherry have about meeting this woman whose daughter was murdered, murdered, murdered by our government. And everybody's seen it. 
nothing being done about it. What a tangle web we weave when we first practice to deceive. To deceive. Bridey on today at 11 o'clock. Hopefully, I'll have a show that works. Thank you for bearing with me. Folks, I would not bring you stuff. I, 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 it's tinfoil hat country, but I I wouldn't bring deed. I, would, I won't bring lies to you. I won't lie to you, and I, I won't lie to you, and I won't lie for you. Um, thanks for bearing with me. God bless. See you tomorrow.